Today is Friday, June 16, 2023. Welcome to the 12th installment of the Z News Podcast. I'm your host, Ayanda, and I'm excited to have you accompany me as we embark on a voyage through the latest news and stories from across Zambia. Our automated curation process scours the web to compile the most relevant news stories just for you. Get ready for a concise yet comprehensive rundown of the news buzzing in Zambia. No time to waste, let's get started. We are going to start with news from Newsdiggers, which has a remarkable 10 entries today. Let's get immersed in the news. Entry number one is entitled Cuba is ready to collaborate with Zambia in area of health, morals. Cuban Ambassador Marilidas Morales is willing to engage Zambian Health Minister Sylvia Masibo to discuss possibilities of collaboration between the two countries in the areas of health and education, following President Hakane Hichilema's expressed interest in such collaboration. Entry number two is entitled SICTA should consider regulating age for owning phones, Chitambo MP. The National Assembly has adopted a report on the role of Zikta in the fight against cybercrimes, proposed by Remember Mutale, which was moved by Munabizi UPND Member of Parliament Raphael Mabenga, and seconded by Bwacha PF Member of Parliament Sidney Mushonga. However, the Acting Minister of Home Affairs and Internal Security Maloso Sikani has stated that government will not regulate the age limit for children to own phones. The third entry is entitled Gary Defends Emenda, he can inspect projects, he's CEO for UPND. UPND Secretary General Batuke Emenda has been accused of assuming the role of local government minister by inspecting CDF projects. However, Emenda has defended his actions, saying those questioning him are not used to having a transparent and accountable government. The fourth entry is entitled Diary of a 35-Year-Old Retiree, Episode 20. My uncle's wise words reminded me that life is bigger than the courtroom, and that it's important to embrace opportunities to reach our full potential. We should be open-minded and learn from others, as life skills can be just as rewarding and fulfilling as degrees and PhDs. Entry number five is entitled Ellis Gay Woman who suffocated two-year-old son gets 30 months. Make Maso was convicted and sentenced to 30 months simple imprisonment for manslaughter after she admitted to suffocating her two-year-old son with a pillow. Entry number six is entitled Police Nachingola Woman for Poisoning Her Sick Child. Police on the Copper Belt have detained a 28-year-old woman for allegedly poisoning her two-year-old child with a poisonous liquid substance given to her by another woman claiming it was anointing water. The seventh entry is entitled PF should settle its leadership problems, we don't want to return to one-party state, Carvindal. Carvindal has called for the exoneration of Frederick Chiluba and urged the PF to comply with the Registrar of Society's requirements, as Zambia remembers the second Republican president on June 18, 2023. He also questioned how a party the size of PF can be without a leader for close to two years. Entry number eight is entitled Campiongo's wife sues her tenants over rentals. Mrs. Wanzia Chowa, wife of former Home Affairs Minister Stephen Campiongo, has taken two tenants to court for unpaid rental arrears of K87, OO and K56, OO respectively. 
She is seeking eviction and recovery of possession of her property in Foxdale area. The ninth entry is entitled We Can Deliver at Kosovo Despite Kuwait Loss, Chipolo Polo Star. Frederick Malambia believes Zambia can still defend their Kosovo Senior Challenge Cup title despite a 3-0 loss to Kuwait in a friendly match. The Chipolo Polo team is preparing for the tournament with upcoming friendly matches against Morocco, which Malambia believes will help the team identify areas to improve on. The tenth entry is entitled Faz Unveils New Copper Kit. Faz President Andrew Kamanga has launched a new copper jersey for the national teams, symbolizing a new chapter in Zambian football ahead of their titanic clash against Ivory Coast tomorrow. Next up, we have news from Wabantu, which has seven entries today. The first entry is entitled 15-year-old girl of Munilanga kills herself over a K3, police say. 15-year-old Cristobal Secuta of Menelanga allegedly committed suicide after her older sister failed to return a K3 she had taken without consent. She was rushed to the hospital after consuming a poisonous substance, but was pronounced dead upon arrival. The second entry is entitled Young Mum Jailed Two Years Over Son's Death. Maso Make, 22, has been sentenced to 30 months in a correctional facility, after pleading guilty to the reduced charge of manslaughter for killing her two-year-old son at a lodge last August. She reportedly told her sister that she committed the act due to lack of food for her and her child. Entry number three is entitled MP Calls on Government to Introduce Law that Prohibit Children from Owning Mobile Phones. MP Chanda Mutale has called for an age limit to be introduced to bar children from owning mobile phones, citing the risk of exposure to harmful content and criminal activities. Acting Minister of Home Affairs and Internal Security Makozo Shikot, however, said the government will not consider such a submission, instead focusing on strengthening laws to protect children in the new era of technology. Entry number four is entitled to die as COVID-19 cases increase. Two elderly people have tragically passed away after being admitted to hospitals in Andola and CASEBA following positive tests for COVID-19. Minister of Health Sylvia Masibo has warned the public to take precautionary measures as the pandemic is on the rise in Zambia. The fifth entry is entitled K65 million seized from Faith Masanda attracts more questions in Pali, leading to a directive for another ministerial statement to be issued. Speaker of the National Assembly Nelly Mati has ordered for a conclusive statement to be issued next week concerning the K65 million seized from Faith Musonda in order to address the matter once and for all. She has directed the Minister of Finance and National Planning to issue a detailed statement clarifying the matter on Wednesday, June 21, 2023. Entry number six is entitled Vice President Mutale Nalumango is currently acting as President of the country, Membu clarifies. Vice President Mutale Nalumango is currently acting as President of Zambia while President Hakane Hichilama is part of a peace process between Russia and Ukraine, according to Minister of Home Affairs and Internal Security Jack Mimbu. He has dismissed social media reports that Mrs. Nalumango is on indefinite leave and not working. Entry number seven is entitled Anointing Oil Leads to Child's Death, Mother Nabbed. Sarah Cabasso, a mother from Chingola on the Copper Belt, 
has been detained in police custody after allegedly giving her two-year-old daughter poisonous, anointing oil given to her by a woman of God, which resulted in the child's death. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has a massive 12 entries today. Let's examine the details. Entry number one is entitled Government Eager to Enact Access to Information Bill. Kennedy Kalunga, Permanent Secretary of Information and Media, has expressed the ministry's eagerness to enact the Access to Information Bill, which will give journalists first-hand information and make it easier to report factual and balanced news. The Malawian delegation also expressed their eagerness to partner with Zambian journalists and exchange notes on how to grow the industry. Entry number two is entitled National Assembly Clarifies Statement on Vice President. The National Assembly has clarified that Speaker of the National Assembly Nelly Mati did not announce that Vice President Mutale Nalumango has proceeded on indefinite leave and that the Defense Minister will act until further notice. Acting Deputy Clerk Stephen Kamine noted that the President is out of the country and the Vice President is acting president and is not able to attend to government business in the House. Entry number three is entitled Artists Get Tax Education and was posted in the business category. Minister Alvis Nkandu has encouraged artists to become tax compliant by taking advantage of the Zambia Revenue Authority's information sharing platforms, while ZRA Commissioner General Dingani Banda has pledged to continue holding information sharing platforms with stakeholders to curb tax evasion and avoidance. The fourth entry is entitled COVID-19 Claims Two Lives and was posted in the health category. Zambia has recorded two COVID-19 deaths in the past week, the first in over 74 days, and 178 new cases in the last 24 hours. Health Minister Sylvia Masibo has urged the public to practice good hygiene to avoid contracting the disease, and for local authorities to ensure shops and public places have soap, water and hand sanitizers available. The fifth entry is entitled KTH, Leave Smiles on Patients After Surgery, and was posted in the health category. Kitwe Teaching Hospital has successfully completed its first maxillofacial surgery, allowing patients on the copper belt to receive the treatment without having to travel to Lusaka. Patient Samuel Banda and Hector Numba are both recovering well and are thankful for the successful surgery. Entry number six is entitled Developed Parties Dodge Climate Change Financial Commitments and was posted in the global category. The African Group of Negotiators on Climate Change, AGN, is concerned with attempts by some developed parties to divert their obligations of delivering financial resources to support implementation of climate action. AGN Chair Ephraim Shittimer says this is different from providing and mobilizing support to developing countries, which is an obligation as provided in Articles of the Parties Agreement. Entry number seven is entitled HH, Six Other African Leaders to Meet Zelensky and was posted in the Politics category. Today, President Hechilema and six other African leaders will meet with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kyiv before heading to Russia tomorrow to discuss a ceasefire and lasting peace with President Vladimir Putin at the St. Petersburg International Economic Forum. Entry number eight is entitled Digital Land System to End Disputes Machima and was posted in the politics category. 
The Zambian government has launched the Zambia Integrated Land Administration System, ZILAS, to address long-standing land disputes and enhance digitalization of land titles. The Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources has also migrated all data from the Zambia Integrated Land Management Information System, ZOMIS, to ensure data security. Entry number 9 is entitled UPND MPs told to support implementation of CDF and was posted in the politics category. UPND Secretary-General Batuke Umenda has encouraged UPND parliamentarians to use the Constituency Development Fund to develop their constituencies and praised Keen and Kachuba members of parliament for taking personal initiatives to supplement government's efforts. He also commended Chibombo and Shisamba districts for utilizing the CDF allocations to procure earth-moving equipment and prioritize community projects. Entry number 10 is entitled EU, Kamesa gives Zambia testing kits and was posted in the business category. The European Union and Kamesa have handed over government rapid testing kits worth 227,500 and 26 euros to be used at Moani, Kairindu and Nakond one-stop border posts to improve efficiency of processes and strengthen enforcement of food safety regulations. The 11th entry is entitled Fans Upbeat about Chipolo Polo game and was posted in the sports category. Football fans in Andola are confident that Zambia will come out on top in Saturday's Africa Cup of Nations qualifier against Ivory, post at Levi Mwanawasa Stadium. With the city painted in Zambian colors and fans clad in Zambian jerseys, the Chipolo Polo boys are determined to repeat their 2012 African final victory. The 12th entry is entitled Trade Kings Invests in Golf and was posted in the sports category. Trade King's group of companies has signed a three-year deal with the Zambia Golf Union to develop the sport, sponsoring several golf tournaments across the country and aiming to see Zambian golfers gain recognition. Ministry of Sports Acting Director Sport Mabel Nechtsi has challenged ZGU to use the investment to improve golf facilities and increase competitiveness. That brings us to the end of this remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I trust you found our discussion enlightening and thought-provoking. Until next time, this is Ayanda, your host, signing off. Take care and see you later.